That's a Riggs and Alley Rewind. You know, in case you missed it the first time. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Alley. Okay, so a couple days ago we talked about, you know, this book coming out from blogger Perez Hilton about how he felt bad about all the awful, oh, nice beer open. Yeah. About all the awful things that had been, he had said about celebrities over the years, how he was nicer to his friends and mean to people he thought had wronged him, whether they had or not. Oh, yeah. So he comes out this long memoir. We talked about him making out with John Mayer and Jessica Simpson in a bar at the same time. And John Mayer initiated it. John Mayer's the one who initiated the contact for him and Perez Hilton to start making out. Then Jessica Simpson jumps in. Well, now Jessica's friends and people around her are speaking out about that, saying they were horrified at the time because Perez had been being so mean to Jessica and her little sister, Ashley Simpson. That's right. So they said, you know, she was so in love with John Mayer. Let's forget about the fact that he's cheating on her. She's so in love with John Mayer. He's doing it right in front of her. Yeah. But she's, he could do no wrong. And oh, instead no. of going, wait, what are we doing here? And by the way, we're making out with a guy who every day writes something mean about me on his blog. Jessica Simpleton is what he kept calling her. He was calling Ashley Simpson Astley at the time. And here Jessica- he was also drawing crude things on their faces on his website. I remember that was his thing. Yes. He would take like Microsoft Paint with that white paint and draw on their faces, little hot dogs on their faces yes. and whatnot. They said that her friends were horrified, but she didn't care because John Mayer could do anything wrong as yeah. far as she couldn't do anything wrong as far as she was concerned. She was head over heels in love with him. So the whole thing is just wild. But there you go. There's some people from inside Jessica. But remember, didn't Jessica come out and say she had been uh, drinking or doing drugs or something at the time? At the time, she yes. Came out she was, wasn't she super strict Christian upbringing with her dad? Well, yes. That I've, was what was the image. That doesn't yes. necessarily mean you are that way. Well, I'm but saying yes. those people that are raised like that oftentimes will rebel go wild. and go wild. Yes. They do the stuff at 2530 like she did yeah. that we did at like... 18. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're like 10 years behind exactly. everyone. <laughs> right. Well, what is, so the uh, the Facebook Marketplace, a good place to score some deals on some things? You're like a chick going to Target right now. You're I like, know. let me tell you about Facebook Marketplace. Although we have dudes call in and say they use it a lot. Yeah, dudes use it for like tools and things like that, because I think that's a good place yeah. to get stuff like that on mm-hmm. Facebook Marketplace. Tools, yard tools, garden tools, stuff like that. Um, I'm considering listing something on there because I bought something that I really don't like. Mm-hmm. And I can't return it. Why? And because I put it in my ear. Oh, oh! Wait, what is it? I got the the Apple the AirPods Pro. Mm-hmm. I thought I would like them. Yeah. And what, is, what is that? Okay, I have AirPods, which is like wireless headphones. Yes, right? I have those. My, so, my wife stole them from me, and she okay. uses them all the time now. So I was okay. like, I'm going to get my own pair. So I got the AirPods Pro. Okay. They're different. They have these little like rubber tips on the end of them, and they go into your ears, and they mm. they have noise canceling, oh. but they don't stay in my ears. They're always falling out. That's, I feel that way sometimes about the it's AirPods. Aw- it's awful. Like, and I'm, I'm like, I got these because I was my cord to my headphones was getting stuck on the lawnmower and it was becoming dangerous. Yeah. But if they don't stay in... They weren't. So uh, even if you're mo- think about if you're mowing the lawn and one of those things falls out and has. you mow over it, you mow <laughs> over that thing. I haven't mowed over it. That would freak me out. That would freak me out too. Yeah, I'd but because they're 150 bucks. These were 200. Oh geez. Yes. Okay, go on. <laughs> these were more expensive. Go on. So I got them and I tried them out for. I've had them for probably a week and a half. I'm outside the return window now, and I was wearing them the other day, and I, they have different tips in them, so you can change mm-hmm. them out for the size of your ear. So I was oh. like, maybe oh. I have smaller ears. I've been trying different sizes, but they. <laughs> still keep falling out and I don't like them. So can you put used headphones like that on the marketplace? Because I feel like I'm kind of stuck with them because I did put them in my ear. But you can take off the rubber tips, you can, and I could I could sanitize them. Because I haven't had them for like months or even a year. I've had them for literally a couple weeks, only used them a handful of times. Right. But they've been in your ear. I know. I I wouldn't want them. I I would I don't know if I would I hear you bad to tell somebody that Exactly. I don't know. You can text in to 414-799-1037 or call. I don't think I would want to buy used headphones from you if they were the pods that went in your ear. I know. Well, both of them go in your ear. It's just one of them has the rubber thing. The little well, rubber yeah. tip. And you can buy new rubber tips. They're like $8 for oh. the, like a, a new pack of rubber tips. So people could oh. buy new ear, new tips if they mm. wanted to. Because that part, that the whole thing wasn't in my ear, just the rubber tip part. Would you buy used headphones? Well, did you put them up? 
not yet. Because so I'm, you're I'm wondering nervous to do if it's it. tacky I'm, to yes. do it because then that's, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like Riggs. Yes, that's is like, selling <laughs> used, used headphones, headphones during a pandemic. During they were stuck a pandemic. in his ears. Yeah. Uh, see, now you're talking me out of it, Riggs. See, this now is why. I need help. 414-799-1037. Oh. Would you buy used AirPods, like AirBuds, I mean, on the marketplace? I, you're right, Riggs. I don't know. Somebody said, oh, here come the texts at 414-799-1037. Somebody yeah. said, I wouldn't. That's like buying used underwear. Nice, Somebody nice else said, underwear. Uh, Riggs, you could sell those things easy. Somebody else said on our text line, I would buy them, especially if I knew someone honestly only wore them for a few times. And I'll buy I am. Okay. Well, 414-799-1037. You can call that number, too. We'll talk to you next. Hold on. Um, So, I was just talking about selling things on Facebook Marketplace, Mm -hmm. specifically used AirPods, which I have. I don't like them. I can't return them now. So, can I sell something like this on Facebook Marketplace? Well, this is... I don't know if I'd want your ear... Phones. Right. Let's talk to uh, Clarissa. 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 She, Clarissa. And Rig, she's in West Bend driving home from work after a 12-hour shift at a nursing home. Hell yeah. She's killing it. So you're going to go take a long-ass nap. Yeah, she needs yes. it, right? Nice. Absolutely. Woo. Actually, well, I have to take my daughter to school first. So. Oh, good times. Oh, well, and then she can collapse. At least she'll have peace and quiet after that, I yeah. hope. Yeah. <laughs> Clarissa, yeah. would you buy used AirPod like headphones off of the internet? Um, me personally, no. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't like things in my ears anyways, but there is plenty of people that would totally buy them. Yeah. So you think you personally wouldn't, but you think somebody will. Okay. I wouldn't have a problem getting rid of them Hmm. online. No, because I've seen people sell really weird things like Cheetos, like a Cheeto. No, um, knock it off. You mean, or the people that sell like the, um, is the it potties a, for little kids and you're like, I would never buy a potty from another no person, way. but people buy them all the time. I guess. <gasps> well, that's what I was going to say too. Like the potties, even like, um, like commodes for older people. They sell those. They sell See? mattresses. See? So. And mattresses were like a hell no in our book. We had that discussion one day about would you take a used mattress, and we all agreed no. It would have to be from somebody that, like Allie hell said, no. like I, somebody I knew like that a family I knew member. only use it a couple times. Like a direct immediate family member. Right. Like my sister. And that's Somebody about that it. didn't play hot dogs and donuts in the bed and get yeah. mustard on the sheets. You know? <laughs> so I'm talking about Right. Uh, but I mean, people buy this stuff all the time. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Clarissa. Right. Appreciate you listening to West Bend. Yep. We got Kaya in Economowoc on two. What's up, Kaya? We're talking about buying stuff on Facebook Marketplace. Specifically, AirPods. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? Yeah. I wouldn't buy AirPods at all, actually, especially not used. But what I have is something from Walmart, which was like 25 bucks, and I think is better than AirPods. You can actually adjust the volume (gasps) by tapping them. And you didn't spend all that money on them. I know. But something someone was selling on Marketplace one time is uh, my son's birthday was coming up, and there was this Spider-Man motorcycle thing. And I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. And then I read the description, and they're just like, we're keeping the motor. Motor not included. <laughs> what? I was like, what? Out of here. <laughs> that's like, hey, do you want to buy my car, but I'm taking the wheels off? And, <laughs> and you can come, okay. and the steering wheel will be gone. But if you want it, it's totally for sale. Sure. I'm selling my left AirPod, only the left one. <laughs> You'll have to pair it with me. All right. Oh, my gosh. People texted Thanks for in. calling, Kaya. Somebody yep. said, people sell their AirPods all the time on Facebook Market. I just don't know if I trust the person with whether they sanitize them or if they work. Because AirPods are like the wireless yeah. you know, headphones I thought about know. putting a video with the description of me d- dunking them in alcohol, the little the little <laughs> tips, putting them in alcohol and being like, I'm sanitizing them. Wouldn't that hurt that more, though? I don't know. I don't know. Steve, Steve, yeah, go ahead. Steve, what's up? Steve's in West Dallas. Hey, what's, what's up? Yeah, West Dallas. I'm on my way to Waukesha right now. Nice. How's it going? Good nice. morning. Good morning. Yeah, I would buy them. I would sanitize them. I would buy them, and then I would resell them. Okay. Oh, I would resell them without sanitizing them. <laughs> you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that. Well, at that point, you would just, why am I, if I'm going to sanitize them, I'm going to keep them. <laughs> you would paint the whole thing yellow and be like, no, they came like this. That's not earwax. Steve, tell the truth. You going to resell them after sanitizing or are you going to say you sanitized them? Yeah, tell you the know, truth. I, I, 
I would because my fiance wouldn't let me. She's a big clean freak. Oh, yeah. okay. Not okay. let anything go out the house without being sanitized. Okay. okay. I would. I would sanitize them only because I wouldn't want to get them and have somebody, you know, pull wool over my eyes and not sanitize them. <laughs> That'd be gross, dude. Be gross. Somebody texted in, thanks, you guys, Steve. and said, "Rigs." All right, thanks. Let me know. I'll be looking for them. Oh, you got Steve it, wants them. Maybe put them on hold. All make right. a sale. Oh yeah. <laughs> thanks, Steve. Somebody right, texted in, and you too said, "Rigs, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 103.7 KISS FM, Riggs and Alley at 6.54. You there? I'm here. Are you there? I'm here. Were you sad about Eddie Van Halen as I was? Oh, Jesus. I, didn't, I think you were really... <laughs> okay, next. I mean, what? Yes, he was, I was a legend. He yeah. was a legend. Yeah, I barely... like. Yeah. Okay. You had to yeah. at least mention I, Now him. I sound like a jerk because uh, you just threw me off with the Eddie Van Halen. I don't know if you were being funny or serious. No, that was it. I wasn't going to oh, do anything more than that. just wanted to acknowledge him? That was it. I just wanted to acknowledge him. I don't even know much about Eddie Van Halen. No. No. You're, you're never a big Van Halen fan, like a rock in the 70s, I was like, like three, 70s, 80s, dude. And right? The, and yeah. No. <laughs> I remember Jump. Anyway, moving there you on. There go. See? Uh, Governor Evers yesterday with the Department of Health Services issued a new order limiting capacity for bars, restaurants, and stores to 25%. So they're going to reduce the amount of people going into these establishments starting on Thursday. This mm-hmm. because Wisconsin now in the top three at least states with rises in coronavirus positive cases. Yesterday, yeah. and I Ironic 2020 cases. 2020, yesterday. Mm. How ironic. Yeah. In 2020. I don't want to make light of them, though. No. Some um, of those people are going to end up in the hospital, and that sucks. 24,000 active cases in Wisconsin right now as we speak. That's in Wisconsin alone. This goes into effect on Thursday, the 25% capacity. Mm-hmm. It is not for some daycares, some uh, like worship services, things like mm-hmm. that. There are some exceptions, but yeah. they're taking precautions to make sure that the spread doesn't get worse than it is. Well, somebody's, I mean, what do we do if nobody does anything? Right. <laughs> So. I, I mean, every people want to get mad, but somebody's got to. I mean, I feel bad for Green Bay and Fox Valley and some of those areas. Just, we saw the Packers, you know, say they weren't going to have fans because it's so bad in Green Bay. Like a lot of people are upset because, like, Milwaukee County isn't seeing as much of a rise as, like, Green Bay and Dodge County, those areas. So they're like, why is it infecting us, impacting mm-hmm. us, when in the past, when it wasn't impacting the North, they were putting the restrictions in Milwaukee. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, it just, I it you're saying sense, yeah. you could do it by county, but the problem is you could break you it down all moving. day, but you got people <laughs> moving, so at the it's hard. At some point, it's you have to go, so we're going to do it. By, since the national won't do anything, we're going to do something by well, the state. National, they can't do anything then, national. They can't. What it do you mean they can't? You president can set can't. a better example than ripping your mask well, off he, and going, <gasps> I'm great. Well, he can, but the state, it's all up to the states, though. He can't do anything, it, unfortunately. It, he could have. <laughs> well, it's terrible. So it starts tomorrow, though, by the way. So 25% capacity in bars and restaurants and stores. That's statewide. So that's all we know right now. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. So Chadwick Boseman already has uh, three Oscars that he got in 2019. uh, And we all know about Black Panther and a lot of the movies he's done. But now they're saying he could win even more Oscars in his death because he's got at least two two movies coming out. He's got a movie coming out um, called Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which is about a woman in Chicago in 1927, a black uh, a jazz musician yeah. who was trying to be controlled by, you know, her white management. So it's about that in the 1920s. Yeah. And then he's in another Spike Lee movie, which is called The Five Bloods. That's on Netflix. Yes. Yeah. So where four African-American veterans reunite, go yeah. back to Vietnam, look for somebody. Yeah. Started watching it the other day and I was like, wow, this is a long movie. I want to sit down and watch the whole thing. It but good? it's like It looked really good. Yeah. Yeah. Like most Chadwick Boseman movies are. I well, watched, we don't we, have enough images of black soldiers either. No. That he doesn't portray how many people of no. color fight for us. We have all these war movies with these white people. No. So. In fact, if you want to know about people of color and the uh, Air Force and stuff like that, mm-hmm. go look up the Tuskegee Airmen. Have you ever heard about them? Uh, yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. What's the story? It's like a bunch of black pilots that they had in the South back in yes. like old, old and older times. And they mm-hmm. were just gave them their own squadron because yeah. they were like, black people shouldn't be able to fly planes. And they were turned out to be really freaking awesome. Yeah. And like one of the best units. So check it out if you ever black can. people shouldn't be able to fly planes. Well, they was a black God, people shouldn't people be able to drink out of the same drinking fountains or eat at the same restaurants. Mm-hmm. It used to be like that. So, And it's still people that have issues with 
black people, which is crazy. Yeah. So is Chadwick Boseman still getting more Oscars posthumously. Is that what you call it? Like after death, posthumous, or when you win one after you oh, die? I always say posthumous or whatever. I don't know how you say that, dude. Don't ask <laughs> me get questions I don't have the answer to. I have no idea. <laughs> Commercial free hours all day, every day. We do one next. Hold on. I don't think I was capable of holding a grudge for 15 plus years. <laughs> but here we are, Allie. And I'm the are. grudge holder on the show. <laughs> I'm, allowed to, th- I'm allowed to hold a grudge, I think. Oh, who so, are you mad at? Well, he's, I consider this guy my enemy for a long time. Okay. Since back in high school. Oh, no. Oh, no. Because in high school, uh, he was probably considered one of my best friends. His name was Jake. Okay. All right. Jake and I were friends through and through. We hung out all the time. We had sleepovers at each other's houses. Yeah. We played video games together. I even went so far as to share some of my deep, deep secrets with Jake. Yes. And I used to keep a journal, and I used to always like write, and I did poetry when I was younger. That was uh-huh. always my therapy to get things out. Journaling is a great coping skill. Journaling, I would write poetry, because when I was upset and I was mad, mm-hmm. I would write things and get them out. And Yeah, that's how you express yourself. And there was one point in my high school life where I went through a really bad breakup. I think like everyone, when you lose your first love. Oh, it's the end of the world. Uh, then your second one's the end of the world, your third. Right. Finally, you don't care anymore but by like this, the eighth. <laughs> this was my first my first like high school love, Allie. You're never going to love anyone else. You're never no. going to love the same. The world Sarah. is ending. Sarah Latimer was her name. <laughs> oh, no. Did Jake like go get her and play hot dogs and donuts with her or something? No. No, no, no. I think what he done, what he has done done, was worse, Allie. Oh, no. Much worse. Because I was uh, very upset about this, obviously, and Sarah moved on very quickly. She was yeah, on with yes. another guy. Yeah. So I started writing some pretty mean things about it in my little journal, in my <laughs> you diary. Bur- you had a burn book? <laughs> I had a little burn book of my own. And oh, in, no. And it, somehow in one of those writings I had written, like, I just wish she was dead. I wish she would go away. Like, I wrote that out. Oh, no. Just to get it out. It was one of those angry things that you would never act on. Yes. But I wrote it out. And you could say something. Stuff like that back in the day. You don't say stuff yes. like that anymore. Yeah. This was back in like the 90s, probably late 90s. Yeah. And I had let Jake read my diary and he had read that part. He's the only person who has ever read my diary, <laughs> unless it was my parents Bold or something. Bold move. Yeah. So they one, read it. They trust me, they read it. <laughs> they just day, didn't say anything. One day I get home from school and there's a police squad car in front of my house. In high school? In high school. Okay. There's a police squad car in front of my house in another random like sedan. And I get Jeez. inside my house. There's a police officer, the high school counselor, the assistant principal, okay. and both of my parents are there. And they're all waiting for me to get home and talk about how I have made a threat on the life of my ex-girlfriend. Oof. And I was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> when did I make a threat on someone's life? Uh-huh. I don't know what you're talking about. And they go, right. we know what you wrote in your journal. And I said, you know what you wrote in my journal? And my parents, they handed me my journal. <gasps> and I was like... Did you guys tell them this? And they were like, no. They said, somebody from school told us. And I was like, somebody from school told you that I made a threat on the life of my ex-girlfriend. Which you technically did. Even though you were joking, right? I did. Oh, yeah. I said I wrote that down. I said, I write things out. I write poetry. I get things out that way. That's how I deal with things. I would never really do that. We have to take these things seriously. Oh, my. So they were considering suspending me. And I knew the person that did it. Because I looked both of my parents in the eye, and they both, to this day, deny that they had anything to do with it. And I know for a fact it was that dirtball Jake Johnson. (laughs) And since that happened, I have known it was him, and he denied it. I confronted him about it. Told yes. a grown up that you said you wanted to kill your ex girlfriend. Yes. Wait, you're mad at him? Yes. Okay. But I told him that I in confidence. That he knew like... that I would never do that, but he took it to that level. Did he, he, he denied Did he call it. the cops? He like, denied that's what it. worries me. He Did he know that? I don't know, but then he denied it. He was my best friend. You well, really I wouldn't think... have told you I ratted you out either. I mean, if to you want me to keep it day, 100. I am still. Still pissed at that guy for that. Yeah, you were definitely friends with a guy that was a rule follower. <laughs> because he imagine wasn't, if something had the... happened and then he knew. But he wasn't like that, Allie. He's the guy that I think he was trying to move in on the chick or try to make some sort of move oh. on me. Because after that, I lost all my friends because none of them would talk well, yeah, to me. Yeah, you said you were going to kill a chick in high school. It I'd be afraid of down. you too. It was written down in a diary. It was, it, I, he think read that in confidence. Stuff. Riggs, we go full lengths. I get that you were never going to hurt her and you were being dramatic. I know. I get that. 
that. But right. kids write things in notebooks all the time yeah. that the police have to take seriously nowadays about how they want to hurt people, and they're not kidding. I, and I get that. But I wish you would have said, yes, I really, I was concerned. I wanted to make sure you weren't serious. And I was yeah. like, if you would have said that, I would have been like, all right. But he denied it for so long, and I forgot about it until yesterday. He sends <laughs> oh, me no. a, an Instagram message, and he goes, hey, I found a Bigfoot shirt you might like. <gasps> so he's been like following me on Wait, social media. He's so- still like- well, he's moved on with his life, and you're but still I haven't. mad. But I'm still, <laughs> he is still my mortal enemy. I feel like I want nothing to do with him. Nothing, okay, but you nothing. don't want to take any accountability in this. No, this is everyone else's fault, as far everyone as you're concerned. Fault, which yes. is why you're stuck with a grudge. 100. Because you've learned nothing from it. Instead of just oh, I've going, learned. hey, I did something stupid. Oh, I've learned. They called the cops to be safe, and obviously, I was being dramatic. I've learned but... that they call it a burn book for a reason. I should have burned it. I should <laughs> write it and then burn it and get rid of it. Not let Jake John. And read it, you jerk. Uh, now he's my lifelong enemy. I don't know though if my kid said, Mom, my friend and his girlfriend broke up. Like, let's say my kids are teenagers yeah. and he came home and said, Dude, he showed me his journal. Like, he said he wanted to kill her. I'd be like, Huh? <laughs> Honestly, as a parent, like, yeah. think about it. I'd be like, He said, What? I get that. But it was one person, and he should have just addressed it with me. I really <laughs> felt like it was blown out of proportion. The cops, the counselors, and everything. He's still I, my enemy. I don't know what to say right now because He's my the enemy. mom in me is like, dude, just say you said I've something had stupid to talk with and my move mom. on. I don't need mom right now. I need Allie. But you're Allie. still claiming innocence. <laughs> I need Allie to be like, f this guy. Why is he still well, sliding into guy, your deep? Yeah, thank but you. I there can't. Then I can. Then I have to tell my kids when some guy says that not to say anything, and I'm not telling my kids. All right, that. fair enough. See, fair enough. I think you need to let it go. Maybe I will, but until then, he's still my mortal so enemy. So he contacts you. What did you say? Did you say I, I hate said you? nothing? It just brought up all these feelings, this wave yeah, I of said emotion. Nothing. <laughs> I just I left him on red, is what I did. I left him red. on red. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did. On I did. Oh, you can see that I saw his message, but I didn't respond to it. I left the dude on red. Read. <laughs> Doja Cat says red in that song like that. Whatever. So, yeah. Do you have any enemies like this? Maybe I just they're can't maybe think they're of something rational. I'm this mad about from that long ago. Oh. I mean, I can't even. Maybe someone else has an enemy. I wanted to see. I mean, if anyone I did a lot of one. dumb stuff in high school, and yeah. I understand why I got punished for it. Well. <laughs> If you'd like to chime in, you can at 414-799-1037. You can either rail on me for what I did in high school. I mean, I'm trying to process you defending it. That's why. Or we can talk about your enemies. Let's talk about it next. Unkissed. Still mad at Jake Johnson from high school. He's my enemy. He's my enemy. He read my diary. He he, he tattled on me. He got me in trouble. That rightfully so, At the maybe. Part where you said you were going to kill your girlfriend who broke up with you, and that's why he told somebody. Add that in. Yeah, I did. I did say I wish he was dead in my journal. Jeez, in my journal, please. I wrote it out. I was a high school kid. Leave me uh, alone. Melissa called in from Milwaukee, and she was giggling, but I don't know what she has to say. Hi, Melissa. What's going Hello on? There. Hi. Hi. So I just wanted to say that uh, I myself had a journal when I was in high school, oh, yeah. and uh, I would have had the same view as you, Riggs, because what the what the heck, you're a, you're a teenager, you're yeah. feelings out, and uh, I mean, hey, I think I think it was bro- blown out of proportion, because yeah. I mean, what well, else? Well, obviously he wasn't going to, ki- we know it was blown out of proportion, but it doesn't change the fact that we still need to address it when kids say stuff like that, right? That's fair. That's fair. You know what I mean? And totally, especially these days, because That's this was why this like, was. Bef- I can't believe Riggs is defending that they got they, was, they checked on him. This was also even like well before like Columbine when that happened, like before yes. school shootings had started to be like a thing. And kids were writing down plans and people they and lists of so people I they under, didn't so want I can under, So I understand. And I did have this talk afterwards with my parents about how they have to take it seriously just in case. And I was like, you know what? I understand because if somebody did say that and they were serious and nobody reported it, then there would be a bigger problem. But it was just, I was an emo high school kid, dude. I was just writing stuff out. You you know what I mean, Melissa? Absolutely. And most guys that age wouldn't even uh, take it that far. They would would just feel angry in their own heads and actually probably maybe do something. Yeah, they wouldn't get them out. They wouldn't know how to cope with their feelings. You're right about that. So at least I was doing some sort of a positive coping skill back in the day. I was ahead of my time with positive coping skills. Yes, with 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 very scary thoughts. (laughs) Well, hey, scary thoughts, get them out. But better better out on paper than in my head. No, let me say something. Let me put it in a different perspective for you then. Because you're going, well, that was my coping skill. I was journaling and I get that. I was expressing myself. But if you were to go into your therapist's office 
office and say all of those thoughts, do you think your therapist could let you leave without telling someone you want someone dead? No, they would do, have would a, they would have a serious conversation with me. I'm you sure know, you before. think they wouldn't have to, you know? You, I'm saying put it in perspective of any way you're. I think that a therapist. I think a good therapist would read the room and say, "Is this person serious? Do I have a good gut feeling about this, or is this person just fleshing out well, feelings?" I mean. That, you, that takes uh-huh. a special person. Well, I would. That's why I need <laughs> no. a good therapist. Thanks for calling, Melissa. Thank you. Have a great day, guys. You too. Who else um, is on the phone? This is Ashley in Milwaukee on line two. Hi, Ashley. Hey, girl. Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. What are you calling uh, about? So I had an entire group of girls in high school that bullied the living hell out of Aww. me. Um, they were. They called themselves the SOS. Uh, which was the <laughs> part of my language, the oh, sleepover slut. Oh, the sleepover slut. Oh, that's that's yeah. great. Nice to break the rule list at one of the girls' house, and one of my friends from high school has like seen it. And literally, one of their rules was to hate everything about me. Why? Uh, no idea. So this is like real life. <laughs> meat. Yeah, they, had, they had a little follower, like a grade younger than them, that would you know throw things at me in the hall and scream things, and it was just. I can't so believe ridiculous. this is real. Like I see this. Movies, and this, I just is, cannot believe that people actually act like this. It's real life Mean Girls, is what it sounds like. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. And then now, you know, it's bittersweet God. because some of them are, you know, genuinely very nice now, and well, some yeah, of they them grew got up. fat. So some of them got it. fat. <laughs> was one of them named Regina George? One of oh, them at no. least. No, but okay, there was good. one that was definitely a Regina George. In okay, the right. <laughs> yeah. Remember, it's Wednesday. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling. Sorry you had to go through that, yeah, Ashley. That's but it's whatever. No, you're a better person. You know? they're, oh, they're it's your... been over 10 years now. It's, they... it's just funny. Well, but you can see it's funny to you. Riggs, it's been how many years? 20, and he's still pissed. Do you oh, see yeah. the irony? Well, here? if he wouldn't have slid into my DMs with a Bigfoot shirt, I wouldn't have had a complex, <laughs> but now I do. Thanks for calling. Oh, yeah, we you got guys have a good day. You too. Taylor in Milwaukee is on line three. Sup, Taylor? Talk, talking about your enemies, your nemesis? Yeah, um, so I've had two best friends since first grade when I first met them. Okay. Um, I had another best friend who, uh, we're not friends anymore. Okay. We're friends on and off relationship for years. And then my one of my best friends that I still have had a best friend. She decided that I was getting too close with the other two and told the other not anymore best friends that they needed to come up with a plan to kind of get rid of me oh, and what? my best friends go along with it so me in sixth grade i'm getting all these hate notes and i was already getting bullied in school and oh. all these hate notes and it was just it was horrible yeah people can be really nasty and mean and manipulative and, and just oh, why couldn't everybody be friends which is what i don't understand she was because like, it's she more was, fun to was... be a part of the cool group when you're 11 rigs I mean, not it's ridiculous. It's another reason I don't want children. It's terrible. All right. Well, Well, you some of the some of that's about the the home they're in. Totally, the type of person you are is the how. Yeah, imagine what they're doing. So you were their enemy, is what was happening then? Correct. Um, I I think she just wanted my best friend all to herself. Uh, At the end of the day, they all had to like write me apology notes. Like the girl that started all this had me over for a sleepover. It was. I thought it went really well, like, you know, like kind of like a date where you think it goes really well. <laughs> okay. Absolutely okay. did not. Okay. Um, she was not my friend after that. I don't know, like, what happened. Like, I asked my friends, I'm like, I thought it went well. We did this. She was laughing at my jokes. Yeah. Do you what? still talk so to these people now, by the way? Are you are you still in contact with these people? You said it was sixth grade. Yeah. So I live with one of my best friends now, and the other one actually lives uh, somewhere in Milwaukee, not okay. that far away. All right. The other two, absolutely not. All right. <laughs> well, kids can be nasty, can. man. Thank you for calling. We, we got Ashley, Ashley and Slinger on one. What's up, Ashley? Hi. You're our final caller. <laughs> what, what up, you girl? Say? You're talking about your enemies or somebody uh, that um, was an enemy to you? Yeah, well, I mean, no. So I was actually calling about your situation. Oh, okay, um, yes. And after that call, I have an 11-year-old daughter, and that's terrifying. But yeah, anyways, I know, yeah, I know, I um, know. <laughs> Aww. I can see all sides of, like, the whole situation. I mean, Rick, you journaled, and that's awesome to, like, get it out that way. Yeah. Dude, kudos to somebody for actually saying something. I was going to say that. It's serious. However, 
if that was your best friend, yes, he should have, number one, brought it to you first. And if not, he should have at least admitted it. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's, I, that's yeah. what bothered me the whole time. But because kids he claimed, don't admit he claimed, it. He claimed to be my best friend and then denied it for so long. And we were we never talked for the longest <laughs> time until he slid into my DMs and tried to sell me a Bigfoot shirt. No, Jake Johnson, I'm still mad at you. <laughs> but thank you're you for calling that. You're telling yeah, these I, kids, though, to have the coping skills to be like, yeah, I told on you. Like, people don't even right. do that as adults. Right. Look people in the well, eye and yeah. admit they told on somebody. So, I mean. It's a slippery slope. You know what? Right? He did the just right thing. What's that? that social, just be happy social media and digital cameras and yeah. smartphones around. Now. Oh, my God. No, dude. Please don't go through my old text messages and Facebook posts. <laughs> Thanks for calling. We appreciate you listening. Yes. Have a good one. You have a good day. You too. It's a commercial-free hour on KISS FM. Here's what's trending. It's 103.7 KISS FM. By the way, this is a commercial-free hour on KISS FM. Uh, Governor Tony Evers yesterday announced, starting tomorrow, they'll be limiting gatherings in public spaces. 25% occupancy gathering limit in like public places like stores, bar, bars, and restaurants. Mm-hmm. There's some exceptions like schools churches, polling places. Are people having panic attacks about weddings? Right. Things like that? Right. No, really. This does not apply to outdoor things, so if you're doing something outdoors, if you're but doing if an you're outdoor not. wedding, yeah, if you're doing something indoors, mm. gatherings in indoor spaces without an occupancy limit are limited to 10 people. This is all due to the recent rise in coronavirus cases with kids going back to school and record numbers in the past week. Yeah. Wisconsin has not been going down, they've been going up. In fact, yesterday, 2020 cases, as opposed to our record back on October 3rd, we had a record 2,800 cases. Now 24,000 active cases of COVID-19 in Wisconsin. Just be aware of well, it. Well, and this is why the Packers had to stop having fans because Green Bay's getting us hit so hard. I mean, and we had a, somebody text in earlier who said, my mom works at a hospital in Green Bay. They're having to start to turn people away now. I said, what do they yep. do? What do you do when you're out of beds now? And they yep. said, yeah, she calls around and tries to find him a bed somewhere else. I'm like, oh. Fox Valley and Green Bay, Wausau, and other areas outside, like the two big cities are mm-hmm. where we're getting hit the hardest right now. Yeah. And Well, that's what they had said originally. It's going to take time. Time to get to rural areas. Yeah. It hits the cities and then it spreads out over time, but it takes time to hit the, to get there, you know? Those nasty viruses. So uh. continue to keep your distance and that all goes into effect, by the way, tomorrow at 8 a.m. the gathering restrictions. There you go. Be safe out there. Keep, keep doing what they're telling you to do. It's not the best we can do. It's 103.7 KISS FM. This is a commercial-free hour, and we do them all day, every day. Hey, hi. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. Okay, so they want this show to continue on in film season two, but one of the stars of the show said, no, this is crazy. I'm not doing this because of the setting of it. What am I talking about? I'm talking about Brody Jenner refusing to film Laguna Beach season two because they <laughs> wanted to leave L.A. He was like, did we forget where this show started? Their idea was they've already done season one. Okay. They brought all the characters back with the exception of you didn't have Kristen Cavalieri and you didn't have LC, okay? okay. But you had Audrina and you had Brody and Spencer, Spencer and Heidi yeah. and Justin Spidey. Bobby and Frankie Delgado. Misha Barton even joined the damn cast. I yeah. mean, that's where they were. So they had decided, well, for season two, we want to move you guys to either Colorado or Montana because it's on MTV and they were like we're going to put you in this bubble so that it's safe because of COVID and you're going to go to a house and you're going to film there and Brody said no absolutely not and they were like but yeah you, you got to go there Brody Jenner which we know he's so rich he doesn't have to say yes which no. is why this is so great he said I'm not filming Laguna Beach or the Hills in Colorado or Montana. It doesn't make any sense. And I love that he stood his ground on it because finally after they tried and tried to get him to do it they realized he was not going. He refused and he said, I'm not doing it. This is a Southern California based show about Southern California. We're not going to Montana to film the Hills. So he stood his ground and they uh, respected it and so they're not going to make them go there. Oh, they're not? Okay. I thought they would film in in LA. They film in Colorado and then 
pipe him in on Zoom or something from no. Laguna Beach and be That'd like, be even more ridiculous. <laughs> but I mean, like, I, I mean, I've been, I got to go to his house when he was, his mom was married to David Foster. They had us out there for American Idol. It was a 70, they had this thing where they took all these radio DJs up to Brody Jenner's house because his brother had a band yeah. and they were trying to promote their band. Yep. $75 million house in Malibu. I saw one room or maybe two rooms of it. The house was that big. You, you, it had to be taken on a golf cart yeah. up the driveway. It's like Barbie Fantasyland stuff, Riggs, that we, we, we can't even relate to. So for them to think Brody's going to cave and agree to film something when he's got that kind of stupid money, he doesn't have to. Why would he go to Montana? It's, it's, it's easy to say I'm not doing it. Do you it. remember when David Foster would show up on that show? What was the show that Brody Jenner was on? that David Foster came on. Was it about Brody Jenner's family? Was this Laguna Beach? Are you I don't talking remember. about the first show that hit him and Spencer Pratt did? Yes. Like the Prince of Tides. That was it. That, the Prince yes, of Tides. We were at that house and they were trying to promote that as well as... Okay. This was like 2005, bro. Yeah. This was like a long time ago. Well, Nobody even knew who Brody Jenner was No. when I when I met him. Well, you may Nobody. not know David Foster, but you probably know people he's worked with. Christina Aguilera. Uh, Whitney, Houston, Whitney Houston. Celine Dion. And he's now married Mariah Carey. He's married to one of the stars of Idol, uh, Catherine McPhee, who's like 40 years younger than him, which is even weirder. Yep. So, yeah. Brody Jenner said, I'm not filming anywhere but L.A. to do the hills, and I don't blame him. And now that we know how rich he is, like, he cares anyway. Uh I mean, come on. Right. Isn't this illegal? Uh, I looked it up. It's actually not. Is it frowned upon? It's illegal. It's a felony unless you're not (laughs) deceiving anyone. It's a felony unless? (laughs) Well, I I looked up, is forging a signature uh, illegal? And obviously it is. Yeah. But it says you have the intent to deceive someone or, you know, you're committing fraud. The reason I forged signatures had nothing to do with me trying to commit a crime. It was because my mom wasn't around and she said, oh, that permission slip, can you put my name on it? Oh. (laughs) Yesterday oh. we talked about little white lies you've told, yeah. and a listener texted in and said, I used to forge my mom's signature, which had us both cracking up, because I remember being a kid and having these like things you had to sign from school, and when you get to be a teenager, you're like, ugh, and your mom's just like, oh, yeah, just or do you just sign it? Yeah. But I've never signed something she didn't know about, yeah. but for sure, I had to master my mother's signature, and I don't know if other people have forged their, sign- their parents' signatures their whole lives on things they're supposed to, not checks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking about checks and things like that. But My parents had very different signatures. Yeah. My dad had a really sloppy signature. Yeah. And my mom had like an immaculate, very nicely, oh, neatly written cursive signature. I hate those signature. nice handwriters. I could never forge Debbie, my mom's signature. How but my dad, John... I had a spot yeah. on. Because it was a messy mess on. and it didn't matter what it looked like. It was he like a do, scribble on a paper, he probably. Did the F in his middle name, he would write the John and then the F. He would, did it very yeah. weirdly. And I had that little F, cursive F down to a mm. T. So my mom would have me sign documents for my dad. Oh. Like legal documents. When oh. he wasn't around, she was like, your dad's not here. Will you just write his signature? <laughs> she would have me like practice a couple times and then write it on there. She was, I was That's like, isn't this. a perfect example. Yeah, go, but you said what? I was like, isn't this illegal and she goes no he would sign it but he's not here to sign it i need to take it in just <laughs> write his name on there so i would do it and it worked it passed 100 percent of the time my mom had that big n nancy that. the n was the big n and then my dad my dad was like you know the little dude writing oh yeah guys have sloppy ass signatures oh. man we're the well, worst i mean i write like a dude though so i think i think <laughs> we can't we can't genderize the, 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 the handwriting anymore oh we could because we could. i've seen dudes that write pretty, and I've seen women that write really bad. I want to see your signature. Uh, we should put our signatures both on our Instagram my page. My actual signature? Your actual literal signature. Like, write it on a white piece of paper. Sure. Just, like, scribble it down on a white piece of paper. We'll, we'll put it on our Instagram. I mean, I've written it on a few bumper stickers for cute kids. Oh, there kids. you go. See? Like, that's the, only, that's the only time you'd ever need cursive, is if you're writing your signature, that's I think. That's true. That's true. You can text in to 414-799-1037 or call. Oh, we have actual uh, texts already. Somebody said, my dad's signature was horrible, so I would yeah. forge it on failed tests <laughs> so I didn't have to tell him I failed. The teacher showed him at confer- 
Lauren says that I got grounded. Whoops. Well, I bet you did. Well, people are calling as well. 414-799-1037. Have you forged a signature, your parents' signature before? Look at you committing a felony. (laughs) (laughs) Explain yourself next. It was a field trip, Mom. I swear. (laughs) You broke the law a little bit here, didn't you? Oh, come on. Well, you forged a signature. Forgery is a crime, My mom told me to, and it was first probably some stupid field trip we took. (laughs) Uh, Somebody, I said that I got triggered yesterday because somebody texted in and said the white lie they always told was they used to forge their mom's signature and I said oh I remember doing that here and there for little things for school nothing that I would was deceitful my mom would told me to do it but come on we like a lot of people do this try to sign their mom's name and somebody texted in uh, and said my little sister who's seven years old just asked me this morning to sign something for our mom here I am 28 years old forging my mom's signature brought back memories I loved that text I used to forge my dad's signature. My mom would have me yeah. do it on documents because he wasn't around to do it. So see, I would it's sign their it. fault. <laughs> Mike in Hartford. Good morning. Good morning. You forged signatures um, before? What'd you do? Oh yeah, I I never got good grades in school, and you get your midterm report card. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. And your parents had to sign it, and I was like, yeah, I'm not showing my parents this. <laughs> no. It's a midterm. And you got my, time to turn it around. Mom's I, my parents were divorced, so we lived with my mom. So my my mom's signature was nice and fluid, mm-hmm. and I I practiced that times more times than I can remember <laughs> to get her signature just right. And I always got caught, but I always Ooh. kept doing it. <laughs> and going on like handwriting for men and women, my handwriting is pretty good. My wife's looks like a doctor's. Right. <laughs> but I, I have to do a lot of writing for work with bills and stuff for trucking. Yeah. My wife does everything on the computer, so yeah. her, her scribble, it's, you know, you can't read it. Mine, I write out everything the same way every okay. time, mm-hmm. and, and it's just nice and fluid. Oh, that's too yeah, funny. I, so when your daughter, I forge my mom's signature a lot. So when your daughter grows up, she can forge the hell out of your signature, probably, oh, oh yeah, if no, she no, has good handwriting. No, no. Okay. Dude, no, my, no my mom just texted me. She's listening on, listening on our radio.com app yeah. in Florida, uh-huh. and she said, because she was a school teacher at yeah. like a first grade, she said, we had a student who signed it, Mom. <gasps> <laughs> I've heard of that before. <laughs> they signed it, Mrs. Smith. That's how I know it's fake. You signed it, Mrs. Smith. <laughs> Mom. Yeah, it was, it was definitely definitely something that I never stopped doing. Right. Oh, that's until, hysterical. Until I got out of school. Yeah. Right, right. And then, yeah, well, you signed your own. That's too funny. Thanks, Mike, for calling in no Hartford. Problem. Have a good day. We Talk got to you tomorrow, Mike. Cheryl is on, too. What's up, girl? Cheryl, have you forged the signature? signature before, Cheryl? Maybe. Oh, tell the truth. Tell the truth. <laughs> and there's something to be said for the fact that most men's handwriting is very slanty and oh, yeah. terrible. Yep. So I could do my dad's in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would do. Well, yeah. my mom, God rest her soul. My parents are gone. Aww. She was okay with it. Well, as I aged and I was in high school, she was so flaky after my two siblings above me that she would forget to call me in for school. So I could skip anytime I want, and they wouldn't know the difference. And then I'd actually be home sick, and they'd call the house, and I'd be like, my mom forgot to call you again. And they're like, okay, no problem. <gasps> they Dude, they would call my mom. The yeah. few times I skipped, my mom got called. Trust me. <laughs> uh-huh. No, I got away with it. But the best part was That's, as I uh... aged, my parents knew I could do this. So then my brother wasn't around a lot. Uh-huh. And they were like, can you just sign his name on grandma's birthday card? <laughs> well, oh, well. That's just a, birth, that's a birthday card. That's, yeah. that's something else. That's I all mean, right. That's passable. That's too well, funny. Like that brother, one now that he's older, I want to take his checking account. because I can <laughs> <laughs> Writing checks in his name. Oh, thank hey, you, Cheryl. Thanks, Cheryl. 103.7 KISS FM. It's Riggs and Alley. We're talking about forging your parents' signatures or forging signatures in general. We got text and calls to 414-799-1037. What we got on the text, Allie? I found out the other day that my daughter had been forging my signature in her assignment notebook. I confronted her. Her response was, but mom, all the other kids do it so they don't have to stay in for recess. The signature looked nothing like mine, but it worked. (laughs) I tried to tell her, too, that it was not acceptable. Acceptable, and I'll sign it from now on. Oh, kids are funny, man. We 414-799-1037. Got... Yeah, Jim is on three. Our boy Jim from the Mac softball game. What's up, Jim? 
How you doing, Rigs? How Fantastic. you doing, Alex? Hey, Jim. Hey, Jim. And yes. Uh, I actually, two, one I got in trouble for, it was in uh, fifth grade, and I flunked a test, and we had to have them bring the test back to my mom and dad <laughs> to have them both sign it. Oh. Not just once, they both sign it. Oh. And my mom's name was Lucille, so I had to make sure that L was really cool, <laughs> and, the Clar- and my dad's name was Clarence, so the C had to be really huge. It's always oh, one or two letters. That, it's always a very and, defined letter that you have to yeah, get right when you're doing the forging. It's like an A, right? Yeah. Exactly, right. So, if, yeah, I took it back to school the next morning. Yeah, my parents saw it. They knew I, I didn't do very well, and all of a sudden... I got a call uh, saying that you need to come to the principal's office. Yeah. The parents didn't know about this. So oh, they God. called them like, uh-oh. Jim. Yeah, so I thought I was really slick for about two hours the next day. I brought the test in <laughs> after it was signed, but I was not. So I forged and, a, a celebrity yeah. signature once. Are you familiar with Nolan Ryan, the pitcher, the baseball oh, yeah. pitcher? Really? For oh, sure. Nice. I have a you Nolan. I have a shit. Nolan Ryan baseball that's legit autographed by him, but I copied it onto a baseball card and sold it to a friend in high school for five Stop bucks. Stop it! Five bucks. I go. It's a notograph. It's a Nolan mean, the Ryan autograph. Of crimes Riggs has confessed to today on this show. Yes. And they think I'm the problem around here. Uh-huh. I mean seriously. Uh-huh. Threat on a life. Forgery of, of of a celebrity. Yeah, I've done it all, man. Wow. Jim, that's, thank, that's, yeah. that's good. Thanks for calling, Jim. We appreciate you listening. Right. I was good having you guys. We'll talk you to you too. I was having trouble here. Eliza on one. Eliza. I, did I say that right? Eliza? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. I had too much going on in both ears when I picked up the phone. I'm sorry. That's so pretty, though. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Where are you calling from? Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Nina, Wisconsin. Okay, Nina. Nina. Okay, cool. have, you, have you forged someone's signature before? What did you do? Confess. I forged my mom's signature when uh, I was what? like in the third grade, I believe it was. Um, we used to get these merit cards, and we like have to get like a hundred um, at the end of the week. Mm-hmm. And I used to come home with like a twenty-five, maybe thirty, thirty-five. <laughs> um, and I never wanted my mom to see it, so I used to go in my room, and I like I used to hide it in my notebook, and yes. I used to go in my room. And I used to always get a piece of mail or something that I know she signed, oh, and I used it. to literally take my time tracing <laughs> her signature. And it was awesome because it worked. Um, and how I got caught was um, they called my mom one day, and I kind of, like, scribbled on her signature a little. They called my mom, uh-huh. and they were like, well, I see you've been, you know, seeing the married cars, and, you know, and I just wanted to have a conference with you. And she was like, I haven't been seeing any married cars, or I don't oh. know about any married cars. And it was just hilarious because when I got home, she was like, so, how was school today? Good. <laughs> Like, oh, it was cool. You know, it was good or whatnot. And, like, the face that she had, I knew I was in trouble. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, like, yeah. just lay it on me. And she well, was yeah. like, oh, so, um, she was like, anything interesting happened or anything? And I'm like, no. Walking you <laughs> into it? Walking. You know. I hated that when your parents would walk <laughs> you into knew. it. You know the answer. Just mm-hmm. can just right. yell at me and punish so like, me. No, not that I could possibly say or, you know, <laughs> think of. And, you know, everything was pretty cool today. So she was like, um, do you have any mirror cards to give me? Or, and I froze, literally froze. And you I'm knew. Like, Busted. Totally busted. Yeah. And I just literally laid it on her. I was like, okay, so about the mirror cards. Um, and it was just hilarious because, like, it, it I, all I could see was the look in her face. And I just knew, like, mm-hmm. it was over. Those are those conversations we know as adults now. We go to our friends and have a drink and we're like, let yep. me tell you about this kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely. And they all have a good laugh over it when hey, the kid's yes, not there. And yes. hey, what was your name one more time? You had a cool name. It was. Elize. Elize. It's pretty. Elize. Thank you so much Thank for calling this morning. We appreciate you listening. Have a good one. You too. See, we're not the only felons. There are other felons uh, out there apparently listening. Apparently, everybody now. forges their parents' signatures. Why not? Uh, 103.7 KISS FM. It's Riggs and Alley. I feel like we're talking about a lot of illegal things this morning. <laughs> this morning, this week. This week, yeah. <laughs> October's getting spooky. Yeah. Have you ever taken things from the office, like office supplies? Oh, No, Uh, you didn't just trigger that I need to grab some plain white paper for my printer at home. You didn't trigger that at at me at all. (laughs) Writing down steel white paper before you leave work today. Take one ream of paper. Literally Uh, set up my printer at home yesterday and went, I don't have white paper. I'll go to work for that. Some people (laughs) like will take a pen or like a little tube, like a, oh, maybe one roll of tape. 
Yeah. I've taken paper clips and like binder clips before. Well, but if I'm using it, I don't even, I don't right. feel like I'm taking anything, quite frankly. But if I take it, I'm actually going to use it, and probably for work stuff. Yes. But this was a guy that worked at a library that over the course of 12 years oh. stole $1.2 million worth of printer ink. 12? 12 years. What is this guy printing that he needs $12 million worth of ink? He's not printing anything, Alan, because the the budget only calls for $150,000 of printer ink in a year. So how has he amassed $1.3 million of toner? He was buy, he was taking a whole bunch from one library, saying he was taking it to other branches, and okay. then selling it on the internet to oh. other companies and making a crap load of money off of this. Con man or entrepreneur? I mean, Con man seriously. for sure, because he also used the library's credit card to buy himself oh. a drone. Video games in a Roomba. You bought a little Roomba. $18,000 he charged to the library's credit card, which, of course, a government-run facility. This is in Texas, by the way. Yeah, okay. So they do an audit for the city budget for the library, (laughs) and they're like, what the hell? 18 grand on what? A Roomba for a library? A drone for a library? You're going through the budget trying to figure it out. Like, what? This guy, apparently, he's had other theft charges on his his history. God, why do these (laughs) people, man? They didn't do a background check on him. Why do people not? Do background checks or call or even just call a reference library, dude. They were probably just happy to have somebody that wanted to work at a library. Let alone he was going to start stealing stuff. I feel like every time you encounter a bad employee, it's because nobody checked their references versus, you know what I mean? A lot of people don't know about that either. Like CCAP, I think you've educated a lot of people about CCAP, Alex. I thought everybody knew about CCAP. No, not everybody knows about it. You can look up people's records. Yeah, you absolutely can. With dating, I love to do it because I will find you. Yes, I will find you, yes. (laughs) Stop stealing things from work. It's illegal. And it's weird and unattractive. (laughs) Doja Cat, it's on Kiss FM. Say something. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. Okay, so before I get into who left the $8,000 tip when they left Disney World out of the NBA bubble, uh, let me just say if you saw LeBron James yesterday, he was getting ready for uh, Game 4 by wearing a Kobe shirt, honoring Kobe Bryant yesterday. And if you see LeBron James' mask, it says BBZ. Uh If you don't know what that means, those are the initials of his kids, Bronny Bryant. And Zuri. Nice. So there you go. If you when you see LeBron, you're like, what is BBZ? His kids. So there nice. you go. Uh, but Russell Westbrook, who plays for the Houston Rockets, apparently a no neat freak, left an eight thousand dollar tip for the housekeeper wow. in the hotel, and they said he even left the room immaculate because oh, he nice. is a neat freak. And he said, you know, they took great care of us, took the time and energy to do their job at a high level. That was the right thing. I like to do the right thing. Because he brought three or four girls back and he made them clean it up before well, he left. Well, that's the thing. I, I, can you imagine being a housekeeper for these guys? You don't know if they're staying or going and yeah. which ones are actually taking the virus seriously, but you have to go to work either way yeah. and, clean, and clean in their rooms. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I thought that was nice of him to give her an $8,000 tip. Eight grand. Yeah, he didn't confirm the number, but everybody around him told it. Wow. Yeah. Russell Westbrook from the Houston Rockets, eight grand for the the housekeeper who took care of them at Disney World. That's a nice story. So there must not be many left. Only the people in the finals, huh? Or in the bubble. Yeah. It's just the uh, the Heat and the Lakers. Mm -hmm. Another game tomorrow night. I think the Lakers might pull it off. Yeah. And the WNBA wrapped up last night. The Mm -hmm. Seattle Storm won their fourth WNBA championship. For the oh. WNBA, so oh nice. People always forget about the WNBA. Go so girls. Like, oh yeah, that's right. WNBA. Yeah, they did well. <laughs> they got it. I'll be the judge of this. Is it too early? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you just let your kid make a phone call, dude? That's all I, I wanted to do. That's you're not calling anyone or this person especially. It's too soon, Hudson. Okay. Dude, he looked at me out of nowhere and said, can we call Santa? <laughs> what? I said, bruh, it's October. It's not even no, Halloween yet. It's not even Halloween. That's what I said. I said, let us get through your brother's ninth birthday on the 25th of this month, and then we'll get through Halloween, and then we'll get through Thanksgiving, and if you're irritating me, maybe we'll call Santa then. Because you know I got the direct line, and many parents do. I'll say no more about it. Well, yeah. Did he say why he wanted to call Santa? I I think he just was bored and wanted to call someone, and he thought, well, I can tell you know, because all they care about is things they want. Uh Stuff. Toys. Thousand percent. So it's like, let me he was like, let me call Santa and tell him, and my other theory as to why Hudson wanted to call Santa is because he has a September birthday. Guess what's over? 
Uh, He's done getting stuff for his birthday. He needs a new list. So now that his birthday's over, he realized that the presents are done. I mean, he was getting presents for a week after his birthday from family members and friends. So that stopped. And of course, he's like, oh, let's call Santa. And I was like, no, 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 no. This is just you trying to ask for more stuff. Okay. (laughs) However, people have extended the Santa window with the elf on a shelf who comes early now. Is that something that you're going to do at your house this year? Uh, the elf on the shelf? I Is he going to make a visit to your house? The elf on the shelf was at my house in a box and he never left for four years, Riggs. So I took the elf of the shelf in the box he was in and gave it to a friend who needed it. You kept him in a box for that long? I never pulled him out. The elf on the shelf has a family, yeah. dude. He was Blame probably her. worried about him at the North Pole. Nobody in my house asked where he was, so Nobody he never did? came out of the box <laughs> oh, and God. we never used him. And now we're too old for that. I mean, yeah, I we're not so. too old, but old enough, you know? So when is a safe time to call Santa? Oh, I don't know. After Thanksgiving, you're really going to wait and make him wait until after Thanksgiving. I mean, maybe That's at a least November. I mean, can we get through Halloween? I don't know. I don't even know if we're having Halloween. That's the other thing. That's what's going crazy. And nobody even knows what's happening right now. So it's like, can we just get through one? Uh, can I get through today? Uh-huh. Let's screw Halloween. Okay. Yeah. In 2020, can we, the, can, can we get through the day? Can we make it through the week? Before maybe? you tell me your list of garbage you want me to buy you for Christmas <laughs> that you're not going to appreciate anyway. Kids do. They're always, they got Christmas uh, on the brain 24-7, unless it's just, their birthday time. Yeah. I'm telling you, just no. when you think you, adults are self-centered, you meet a kid. I'm sure someone can chime in on this. 414-799-1037. Are your kids reaching out for Santa already? Already? <laughs> already. Looking for some small ounce of hope? That's what <laughs> right? I call it. Yeah, that's what they want. The impatience of a child. They're so ready for it. I think they're bored and they need some form of hope in 2020. (laughs) Hey, join the club, kids. Much like adults. Yeah, I was going to say. want something to look forward to. I miss plans, too. I miss making plans and like having stuff to look forward to next month. It's been Mm. a real bummer on no calendar. I mean, not having a calendar full of stuff is weird. I should be happy, but it becomes weird after a while. You know what it's been, Allie? That was a hot mess (laughs) Uh inside a dumpster fire. Uh inside a train wreck. (laughs) I said that as soon as Hudson's birthday was over in September, he started asking if he could call Santa. And I was like, knock it off. Really? You just want to make a new list of stuff you want? It's only only October. Give me a minute here. Can Uh, we get through Halloween? Mike's on the phone from South Milwaukee. What's going on with you and your kid, Mike? Uh, Not much. How are you guys doing? Good. Um, You know, it's her birthday coming up, and we've been dealing with the quarantine all year, it seems like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, uh, I just want to give her the best birthday she can have. She's turning four, and, you know, she wants all of her friends to come. And right. The good news is she won't remember it if it makes you feel. I know that's not what parents want to hear, but. Fair. <laughs> but, but, you know, with the whole lockdown going back yeah. in order, we're not sure if people are going to cancel. Yeah. And I right. recently had a couple of people reach out to me and saying, hey, if you need anything for your party. We got you. We're there for you. We're going to come out. Have you, I'll uh, take off work just to make sure your daughter has a good time. Did you it. consider the birthday drive-by, like the parade, where people just drive by in their cars and they leave yeah. presents out on the front? That's I've seen a lot of people doing that. That would be awesome. Instead of gathering, <laughs> yeah. instead of gathering, if your yeah. people are uncomfortable getting in a group. Well, and he just hit the nail on the head. People don't talk or communicate enough about where they're at with everything because yeah. everybody has different boundaries. Everybody's living their life differently. And it's like, you, you, you got to talk to people and ask them what they're boundaries are or Always. else you end up in a mess. I yeah, it's it's everyone's living so different and half are the same and half aren't and ah, oh, 2020 yeah. is no fun for that. Like I would gladly go to a birthday party as long as I wore a mask. Well, Allie, it's co- you probably wouldn't. Like No, I would I probably, yeah. I probably wouldn't go to a big party. <laughs> I went to a birthday party with less than 10 people there right. in July or August outside. Right. Yeah. I was fine with that with my kids and stuff. Yeah. They they need some social interaction clearly, but but yeah, it's hard. And that's the other thing. This has happened with weddings, too, yep. where people are oblivious that people might not show up. Yeah, they're <laughs> still going to have it. They don't. I don't think they realize till the wedding goes down that some people weren't going to go just because of that. I'll be so. glad, Mike, your daughter's only turning four. She's not getting married. What are you, so. Yeah, right. What are you going to do, Mike? <laughs> are you going to have a party or what are you going to yeah. do? Uh, well, there's only supposed to be like four kids coming oh. from the parents, but that's over the 10 limit. So we don't uh. know if... You know. Well, yeah. tell the parents stop bringing oh, them and way, their significant other. For my kid. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, her it's, name's Ariana, so if you guys want to wish her a happy birthday, I appreciate it. Happy birthday, Ariana! Happy, 
Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Take care and all, bud. <laughs> Aw, I had her take care. Happy birthday, Ariana. Have a good one, Mike. Thanks for calling in. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, kids will learn to be patient eventually. Yeah. Eventually. eventually. I hope. 103.7 KISS FM. It's Riggs and Alley. Good, good morning. morning. Jinx. 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 I said it first. Right. So I owe you a soda. How does that work? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you owe me a soda. That's right. I'll, I'll, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a keto muffin or something. But you already I you did. T- actually. I gave you two muffins. You did already. They're Thank tasty, you. Right? They yeah. are. It was yes. They're it's not. Good. I, I should be known. I did not make these muffins no. myself. They were frozen from Costco. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> the thought that counts, I guess. Yes. You can always get our show on demand. Your phone is now your radio with the Radio.com app. Did you learn anything on the show this morning? I learned that uh, Riggs cannot let things go. Nope. Um, I thought I was the grudge holder on this show. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm cruising fine. Riggs is still mad about a a friend who told his parents and the police in high school that he had written in his journal he wanted his his ex-girlfriend dead when she broke up with him. He couldn't believe somebody would tell somebody that just to make sure he was joking. And he's still mad about it to this day. I couldn't believe that Jake Johnson read my journal and then went and told someone about it without coming to me first and saying, like, Yo, dude, you really write this? No, he went straight to the cops, straight to Anyone the counselor. Anyone who's actually going to do something naughty is not going to tell them. Oh yeah, I was totally going to offer, but don't tell the don't tell anyone that. You wouldn't have said that. A basic conversation would have saved it, but no. Instead, he created. He drew a line in the sand. You know what? He drew a line in the cement. He did I'm the never right thing. He told somebody you wrote something care. crazy in a notebook. I don't care. I still stand my enemy. by that. I st- I'll die on that hill. He's my enemy. My mortal enemy. Mortal. I, I learned something about Allie this. Morning, that she, much like many people in this world, mm-hmm. have been forging their parents' signatures. Pretty much. They were for a long time. Uh, used to do it in school for like permission slips for trips. Mm-hmm. But we found out that people were forging signatures on grades. Oh, yeah. On like suspension slips. I was just saying I could go to the apple orchard that day. These people are like forging signatures on crazy stuff, man. Oh, yeah? My parents would have killed me when right? they, some of the listeners that called in. So funny. So there are lots of lawbreakers that listen to this show. And we have. <laughs> We applaud you all. Well, yeah. It's not a, well, yeah, it is, I guess, a felony to forge a signature. It is. It totally is. Yes. You can always get our show on demand, 1037kissfm.com. You enjoy the day. Allie's yes. going to be here till noon. I will. And then at noon, we start another commercial-free hour. Two hours commercial-free on Kiss FM. Riggs and Alley. It's Riggs and Alley. Weekday mornings and always on demand at 1037kissfm.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.